0: i in this section of scripture on Ananias and Sapphire. This is Acts chapter 5, verses 1 through 11. This is a sad story. A lot of people think that this story it seems extreme or unfair or unjust that all these people did. Uh, they try to paint these, this couple, Ananias and Sapphire, is trying to do a good deed. And, you know, they they want to give to the church, but they want to also take care of their own self. And, and so here they are being struck dead by the Lord. And a lot of people don't understand this story. They think that this is a a strange story. It's unjust and it's unfair. What happened to this couple? However... If you want to really take things into in, in perspective and think about things from the whole Bible, all the way back in Genesis, God told Adam and Eve, don't eat that tree of the fruit of the knowledge of good and evil. And the day you eat it, you shall die. And so this sentence of death has been passed upon all man. And so God's not unjust. When, when anybody dies, God's not unjust when people die because God gave gave us a choice and we and we made the wrong choice and we brought the sentence of death down upon our own selves and so we can't never point the finger at God when uh, when people die in this world and say that you know this isn't this ain't wrong what kind of God is this that he lets people die and you know we we are at fault we are the ones who has brought the sin and death into this world and we we are the ones that are responsible for this so back to the story about Ananias and Sapphire Now, if you remember from the previous chapter, Christians in that community, because of their love for one another, were selling their their goods and their stuff, and they were giving their stuff to the poor people in in the church. They were selling what they had, and they were bringing it to the apostles, and the apostles were distributing to everybody according to whoever had need. And like I talked about before, I don't believe this is communism. I don't believe this is... I believe this was a communal... living situation where people were helping one another and I don't think this was any type of political ideology that these people had when they were selling their stuff and giving to each other and distributing to people. Now having said that, I think that uh, this couple, I don't believe they were Christians because this scripture says that Satan filled their heart. I believe that that scripture there is on purpose specifically to let us know that, that what you're dealing with here. These were not people who were Christians. These were people who were in the church and they were pretending to be Christians, but they had their own reasons and motives for being there. And more than likely, what their motives were was for position and prestige and to gain some type of position in that church. And they thought that they could buy this position with money. But as we'll see later on, Peter even told this other fellow, your money perished with you. You can't buy a position. Now, in today's church in America, that's not true. Uh, there are churches where men can come in, businessmen who have a lot of money, they can come in and they can buy their way in and they can become deacons and they can gain power and prestige in that church and take over. But those are not really that's not really the true church, though, is it? The tr- if it was a true church, you'd have an apostle like Peter standing up against that kind of wickedness of people coming in and trying to take control because they have prestige in their communities or they have money and they can come in and just buy out the church like this. So... Um, you got to be very careful about people in a community coming in with a lot of money and trying to buy out the church. But the Holy Spirit wasn't going to have that in this church. This was the early church, and there was a precedent that had to be set in this church. And so the Bible says that the wages of sin is death, and that's exactly what they got. They got death. And you may think, well, what was their sin that they got the sentence of death? It was they lied. They lied to the Holy Spirit. And you say, well, a lie? Is a lie worthy of death? Well, let me read you another scripture over here. Revelation chapter 21 verse 8 says, But the fearful and the unbelieving and the abominable and murderers and whoremongers and sorcerers and idolaters and all liars shall have their part in the lake which burneth with fire and brimstone, which is the second death. So yes, to answer your question, lying is worthy of death. And lying is not only worthy of death, but it's worthy of a lake of fire. So really we should be asking ourselves the question, how can we avoid um, this type of uh, penalty? Well, the Bible says in Romans 6:23, "The wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord." So, the answer to your sin problem is to put your faith in the Lord Jesus. Repent of your sins and put your faith in the Lord, because He died on the cross for our sins. The Scripture says that Christ died for our sins. He was buried and He rose again on the third day, according to the Scriptures. Amen. My well, guys, the Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make His face shine upon you, and the Lord give you peace.